did with regular scoring. Yo, we are live. <laughs> Welcome to uh, The Spin, January 31st. Uh, been a very busy week, uh, and we'll definitely get into that. As you see there, we'll uh, we'll get into the exemption stuff that, you know, there's been plenty uh, of that talked about already, but we will get, uh, I'll, I'll continue to share my uh, opinion on it, and then we'll get Tyler and John's on there. More blind rankings. We will talk about Bosman's uh, appearance on the CrossFit podcast, talking about the 2024 CrossFit game season. But as you can see, we have our special guest, Mr. Bill Leahy. Welcome. What's up, Bill? We've uh, lost him. Oh, no. <laughs> we were doing so good. <laughs> nope. You're doing oh. so good. I hit live and it went away. We were just talking before while Bill figures his stuff out. Uh, he actually. It's uh, BBL. BBL. Black Bill Leahy. Black Bill Leahy. <laughs> Is he really in the comments? No, 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 no. I'm just oh, saying okay. that because he got a shadow on his face. Oh, okay. Um, Bill competed at Crash, and I was asking him about the scoring system. Uh, and he got sixth in P score, and he he would have gotten sixth in games rankings. So it's just funny that it ended up being the same. He's gone. Tell him to come back, Brian. Like uh, get off him. Yeah, back. yeah. How was your time, John? At TFX, at it was good. Yeah, it was good for the most part. I I had a couple of events that were outside of my control and those were my worst two events but um other than that i mean we could talk about it if y'all want to talk about it but uh outside of that uh it went really really well i ended up uh, 33rd but i was probably closer to 20th like i've done the math on where some of my placements would have been if i had the correct times mm -hmm. and uh and it would have been 20th place i and i mean Top twenty at, at that event, like I mean, it's there are some you know there are some real people up up around that mark. So uh, I, I was I would consider it a big success, especially from last year. Not a success as far as the run of it. Uh, if you do, if you have my correct time, which we've talked about, we've talked about this. I don't unless y'all want to go into detail. I don't have to, but uh, I'm still in the bottom third, so it's still a lot of work to be done. But can can you hear us, Bill? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm good. All right. We got her. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Bill? Uh, I beat, I beat Bill at uh, the Snatch and Run workout, so that's good. No, I did. He, <laughs> he, he got me by a rep. He got me by a rep. There, there may be a little bit more uh, load there. By, uh, by you think Bill. those 20 pounds makes a difference for me, Brian? That's the same thing. <laughs> did, did you yeah. hit 335? That is true. That is true, John. No, no, no sir. I did not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, nobody was like uh, Matt Rattay, though, the 360-pound. That was crazy. Yeah, that guy yeah. can live. He's a wild athlete. He just does not make sense. That, and he's just, he's as small as he looks, too. Like, he's yeah. not uh, – you know, he's all 180 pounds – Whatever ethnicity he is, but like he's he's freaking <laughs> he's, he's he's strong. He yeah, strong. he did he did a total one eighty with the barbell too after lost him again. Time. I know that was wild. Uh, how are you feeling after uh, 
coming off of the TFX win. <laughs> well, if you're watching, I promise I'm not staring directly at a car headlight during this show. <laughs> that may be better. Can y'all hear me now? Can oh, it's not, oh, it's not better, Will. I don't know what the deal is. What is happening? What is happening? Yeah. What about what about now? Is it any better or worse? You sound like a robot. Your sound is terrible. You sound like a robot. Your sound is terrible. And right. echo. And echo. Go back to before. If, if before was working. <laughs> uh, while we wait for him. And Tyler. Lose Tyler. Tyler just decided to leave too. Um, Stroh's off to a great start, so um, fantastic. Um, yeah. So what? For those who aren't aware, John, what happened on the uh, the run there? So on the run, it was so. First off, the workout was a two two uh, k row, two hundred fifty meter farmer carry with uneven dumbbells, and then a two mile run. And if you were in lanes one through four, your you were too close to the chip starter timer that it set your time off while you were being proud. So anybody that was in those lanes, your time, you had 90 seconds, two minutes, whatever it was that you were in the corrals, that was on your time. So your time wasn't like it's set for 33 minutes when really you did 31. And then they went in and they tried to adjust everybody's times. And I, and I, for the most part, I actually think they did a good job because they had a mess on their hands. They really did. Um, from what I know, like a lot of people got in trouble that it did happen. But uh, the guy right next to me, his time got adjusted. Like I'm like the next lane, his time got adjusted, adjusted 90 seconds. And my time got adjusted 20 seconds. And I don't know how that happens. And I beat this guy for like two minutes, and we ended up with pretty close to the same time. So, like, I I feel like my my time isn't what it is. I'm pretty confident in it. I did I timed it as well, and I my time would have been around two minutes faster than what's listed. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what happened over there. That's why uh, Taylor said that story. That's why all that uh, all that stuff happened. But um, but everything after that was totally fine. It was just that was the only bad event. All right, let's uh get back to Bill. Let's try to get it before his yeah, I know cut back out really fast. Um, so how are you feeling after coming out coming off of a TFX and and you know have you taken any downtime? How how was that competition on as a you know? Yeah, no. Um, I'd say physically, I feel pretty good. Honestly, it wasn't the worst thing that I've done. Emotionally, I probably feel a little better. It was good to get a win. Good to get a clean run right before the season. I think that was my biggest thing because um, I kind of just wanted one more competition to happen before the open quarter semis and all that stuff happened. So when I was able to do that at the fittest and I feel like to my ability, I did as good as I can. That's always a positive and it leaves you in a good headspace going into this year. Definitely. Yeah. was TFX was probably the biggest competition. Obviously, Crash Crucible had some – pretty serious uh competition as well um how did you think about your off season this year obviously you know you've you've made the headlines not maybe for the best circumstances you had no, you know, i think a lot of it was cleared up when you talked to hiller in, in the video that he put out mm -hmm. um but what what was your thought process as you went into 
this offseason as you got ready to keep, come back and kind of prove yourself in 24? Oh, 100%. I think when the year started last year, I did well in the open. I didn't have any penalties. I, I think I finished 19th or 20th, so that was uplifting. And then after that, it just seemed like everything went downhill. Quarterfinals happened. The V-Up workout, I got penalized. Hiller made the video about me, so that was awful. <laughs> then I go to semifinals looking to change it, and I end up getting sick, which was out of my control, so I had to withdraw there. So that was depressing too. And then I go rogue, and I'm like, I'm going to fix this on the qualifier. I do well, and then I get penalized there. Hiller makes another video. So it was just like everything seemed to be just going downhill for me. And then I go to crash, and the first event, I failed the last pegboard of the workout. And so it was it was definitely just seemed like downhill. But I think after that pegboard, I kind of like looked at myself, and I was like, look, I need to fix this. I kind of need to just <clears throat> take a step back and really look at all of it for what it was and is. And I think after that point, for the rest of Crash Crucible and the fittest, I've definitely – turn things around and Hiller's actually in uh, two days from now coming to stay with me for a weekend. So um, oh. things, things have definitely changed. Yeah. What's so. he coming down for? Uh, he do a little bit of video and just hang out, honestly, get to know each other better, that sort of stuff. So it should be pretty cool. He's, I pick him up from the airport on Friday and he'll be here till Sunday. And so. you are in Louisiana. Is that correct? I'm in Louisiana. Correct. Yeah. I'm about, I'm right around new Orleans, about 30 minutes okay. away from new Orleans. Are you All from right. New Orleans? Mm -mm, I'm not from. I, I mean, I've lived across. It's called Lake Pontchartrain, across a bridge, about 45 minutes. But I, I've been in New Orleans a ton. It's interesting. You don't have an accent as somebody yeah. from Louisiana. <laughs> no, very true. I get that all the time. Yeah. No, I, I guess it just didn't happen. Um, as kind of all those events happened, right, and, and mm -hmm. kind of looking for that bright spot. Like, was there ever any like? doubt like this is the right path like everything i keep doing oh, it yeah, seems yeah. like i keep kind of going down the wrong path or i end up having being sick like how do you no, stay 100%. motivated and, and positive and confident in your abilities i think um the biggest thing in that is i mean we're all human we're all going to doubt it at any point and i think bigger than that was just knowing my purpose and doing this and i and i've believed it since day one across it god gave me abilities and talents and I'm just here to show everyone that it's not me and it's him. And I think if I could always fixate myself on that, no matter what happened, bumps, obstacles are in the road, I could always overcome that and just keep my focus on one goal. So definitely. Do you think yeah. it was a blessing in disguise? John, I believe 100% it was. I agree. I think I'm way better for it. And while those are all trials that I didn't want to go through, I think I needed to go through. And I think they're preparing me for a ton. Definitely. In the interview with Hiller, uh, at crash crucible. Um, you said that you'd done, you done been doing, basically doing everything yourself, um, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of rely on yourself. Didn't have a team. Has that changed over the past um, few months? Yeah, I've definitely reached out to a few people that I hadn't talked to like L at brute strength and stuff like that. So I, I've definitely talked to a few different people and Hiller himself, honestly, I haven't spoken to him about that, but I do plan on asking him if he would come down for quarterfinals to help me out. Um, so there's definitely, I guess, cautionary measures that are taken from that <clears throat> just from a learning experience, which I had to go through. Definitely. And you're fit enough that it, it, it won't matter. Like you could have the, you could have the strictest standards known to man and it could be an unfair strict standard. Like you're fit enough. You're going to make, it's not going to matter. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. If you Hopefully I can go to a different. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be a comfortable spot to be in. Definitely.
Yeah. And what is, what does your training look like this year? Like, what are you focusing on where, you know, as we look ahead and, and maybe, you know, see you in semifinals, play the heat one out, pick you for a, a certain uh, event win. Um, what, when you see an event come out, what is, what's in your wheelhouse? Which ones are you still trying to work on and, and kind of improve? Triple upon? unders. Yeah, I would say um, <laughs> the easiest answer is whatever takes the most amount of athleticism. Um, I've always been pretty athletic growing up. So whether it is like a really high skill or something like a legless rope climb or run, obstacle course running, stuff like that, that's definitely in my wheelhouse. I think the biggest thing for the longest time was getting stronger as anything, or I guess not necessarily anything, but definitely strength takes the longest and that it just, you don't just squat 500 pounds like John in a year or two. <laughs> it, it takes a very long time. We are able to do that. So that's definitely been the weaker point. I think I'm kind of getting it to a place to where it's manageable now though. Definitely. And you've, you program for yourself. You have, are you still doing that for yourself? Yeah. I, I people ask me this all the time and honestly, I don't, I don't even know how I knew what I was doing when I first started. I would say I probably didn't, but legit when I first started CrossFit, I was writing for myself and it's evolved over time. And I'd like to say I've gotten pretty good at it now, but every lifting cycle, skills, metcons, conditioning pieces, like whole nine yards of everything I've ever done, I've written for myself. I actually do it in the notes on my phone. So if you'll scroll, it's just days and days and days of notes. And it's like, I do it day by day. So I have cycles that I'll roll through or pr progressions through the season, but I go day by day because my philosophy is that like, you never know how you're going to feel tomorrow by what you did today. Or if like, if I was following a program and they had squats tomorrow, but like I bumped my knee on my desk and it's like, my knee hurts. And like, I don't want to squat. I'm just going to miss the squats. But it's like, I, that's why I go day by day because I feel like I can get the most out of myself each day with a generalized idea of like kind of what my theme is or whatever cycle I'm in. But yeah, that's, that's how I've done it since day one to now. I feel like it's working pretty good and I don't, I don't need to change anything for the time what, being. What's your, like, do you have a education in sports science or anything like that? Or did you just start doing it on your own and figure it out? I started doing it on my own and figuring it out. I mean, so I guess three and a half years ago, I graduated high school and I was playing basketball. I had offers to play college basketball and I was kind of looking at it like, <clears throat> I knew CrossFit was a thing and, and I think my bigger calling or what I really wanted to be more than anything was the best in the world. And I knew that in basketball, like at best, I could walk on a division one school. But when I saw CrossFit, I was like, hey, I think I can do this. I think I can make it professionally. I think I can be really good at it one day. And so that was kind of like what drew me to it. And I was talking to my dad through this. This happened in COVID at 20. And he's like, look, if you want to do it, if you want to be the best in the world, then like you got to take a path that nobody else is on to take. So as far as right now, all I've finished is through high school. And it's kind of one of those things that this point in my life, I can be selfish. I don't have a mortgage family, that sort of stuff. So like college will always be there being this healthy or free won't. So that's kind of like where I'm at with that. So, but to answer your question, I guess, long-windedly, no, I don't have any of that. It just kind of worked out. No, I like that. I Taylor is coaching me through coaching myself currently. So I've been doing mm -hmm. CrossFit for 12 years now and I never wrote, programming on my own and it's okay. it's a daunting task and the best way to do definitely. it is just start so yeah it's cool that you've been doing that by yourself this whole time no definitely as i agree with that uh and, Lori I, and I would argue you're pretty you're pretty well rounded like you don't have a ton of weaknesses I, your weak your biggest weakness is is i ironically strength and i mean you're not that fat 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've always no, said, I agree. You don't have to be the strongest guy. You just have to be strong enough. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Medeiros can snatch 285. There are 300 guys who can snatch more than that in the CrossFit space, mm-hmm. and he's the fit. And he was the fittest man in the world. Like, you just have to be strong enough. And uh, yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's very interesting that you program for yourself this whole time. And I would argue you're one of the more well-rounded people as far as just across the board. Yeah, you- I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to ask, do you train with anyone? Do you do you train alone? Uh, no, yeah. What's that situation look like? Um, so I have probably about a year ago, my childhood best friend, a guy that we've grown up with since we were like eight, nine years old together. He um, graduated college. He's a couple years older than me. And he was like, hey, if I get a house that I used to live with my parents, he was like, hey, if I get a house and I put up a building in the backyard, he's like, will you bring all your gym equipment and you live with me and we can train together. And it, and it, and he also lives like in the city. My parents kind of live, I guess, in a rural area. So this is location is better too. I was like, yeah, of course. So about a year ish ago, I moved in. So he would be my main training partner, but kind of the way I situated, I think I'd have, I have close to like 10 training partners necessarily. And I kind of cycle them through. So it's like, I have people who come during the morning. I have people who come at lunch and I have people who come in the evenings. And so it's like I'll run two or three guys for each one of those sessions, and it kind of keeps it new. But, yeah, I, I have a good bit of people that I fluctuate through and train with. It's like when Dan – what's that? There was a workout where Dan Bailey went against a fresh person for every segment. It was like a three-part <laughs> workout. So you're like that just during your day. Oh, he did like Fran, <laughs> yeah. Diane, and then uh, like Aaron yeah. or something like that. It was and beat like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, uh, Lori Winkleman says, so you never set foot in a CrossFit affiliate. Seems unlikely, which I know some of this answer. Um, Your family. Yeah, no, that's not. That's yeah, that's no, it's not true at all. I have my L1 and 2 and I coach at a gym. I just didn't follow a gym programming. Mm -hmm. So, but I, um, I coach two to three times a week at my aunt. She owns a box probably 15 minutes from my house. And and I, I do credit her and my uncle to getting me started in CrossFit. Um, and kind of telling me what it was and all that sort of stuff. So no, I'm definitely an affiliate. I love what they do, and I do coach two to three times a week. What what, uh, what affiliate is that? It's CrossFit Mandeville, and Mandeville's yeah. a city that I live in. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Um, and so then the the open and quarterfinals comes. Are you going to be doing that in the garage, where you go to CrossFit Mandeville and and do it there? Um, it kind of all depends, honestly, on what the workout is and who wants to do it with me. I'll, I'll probably do one at CrossFit Mandeville, or ideally I'd like to, just to be with the community and people like to watch and all that sort of stuff. And then it depends on if there's anybody who is competitive that wants to do it with me, so that my lo- location may change. Like last year I did um, some of them at CrossFit Franco's, which is another gym about 15 or 20 minutes away from here. So, yeah, kind of all dependent. I just play it by ear. Yeah, I saw you did some workout or some competitions with Brandon Luckett. Um mm-hmm. Is, is do you ever train train with him or or you know we um, train because he has plenty of experience on the competitive side he does we trained a lot last year i think recently he's been pretty busy with work and stuff like that so we haven't trained a whole whole lot um as of recent but i did train with him a lot last year and we did the open together mm-hmm. okay but he, good, he taught me a lot he'd be a good training partner he's he's very balanced i feel like no i agree he's a very good athlete and he i credit a lot of my knowledge to him yeah, so um, you said you coach. I mean, that's that's pretty much what you're doing, right? It's it's training, coaching a couple times. I mean, it's yeah, all in, in on 
on going to the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, is is it is that goal this year or is it progress and then it's, maybe it should be. <laughs> oh no 100 i mean that was my goal that was my goal last year that was my goal when i started so yeah no if it's I, not I this, this year, year brian what are we doing what kind of question yeah. is that hey i mean no, i know one. some some have their their plan of i want to get you know top 10 and then see if i can get it the next year um yeah no i have full intentions of making the crossfit games and hopefully doing well at them so i'll say this i got the fittest experience the the pro guys all of those guys are perennial semifinals athletes. They expect to be at semifinals. Mm-hmm. And and Will or Bill definitely was in a space of his own. Like it was like him and everybody else. And and you can you can be humble about it and say it wasn't like that, but that's how it was. And all those guys that he was doing that to are perennial semifinal athletes. They might be lower tier semifinal athletes, but they're still they make it every year. And if he's he's supposed to look like that, like you're supposed to do that to them, but it you absolutely did. You should expect to make the games because and I, I think you will. Yeah, I mean you look at I can't remember who who won the TFX on the men's side last year, but Kelly Baker won last year, and then you see she went individual yeah. the first time and ends up and making the games. On. So mm-hmm. um a very strong showing at TFX does bode well. Um from an ability wise and, and kind of where you stand amongst other semifinals athletes. Um, no, I appreciate you jumping on bill. Um, congratulations oh, on TFX. And, thank you. Uh, thank you. Go have some fun with Hiller this weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Season. Don't, don't share right. his drinks. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get caught on that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. All right. Thank you all. I appreciate all right. it. Thanks a lot, Bill. Have right, a good see you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Man, good I'm going to have to downgrade my camera now. Look at this. <laughs> dude, I know you're, 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 you've, you're white. I know. <laughs> you, I'm going to call you Walter. You look like Walter. I'm going to call you Walter from here on out. As Wad Zombie says, uh, Tyler looks like he's about to be abducted by Before aliens. the show, I was just sitting here with, with spin, I was adjusting every single light. I, can't, I have no idea what I'm doing wrong. This is what uh, I get for buying. I didn't a think Tyler could get any more pale. So. Dude, I get Thanks, Peter man. Ellis vibes from from Bill. Yes, very but not so. not as emotional. He seems different. Very, different. Yeah, but but, but like you see the drive. Like you. And see, that was my that was kind of my question, right? Like, what is this a long game or is it like no? I'm all in. I want to get it immediately i have that that belief in myself and that's that's where it is it's mm-hmm. he thinks he can do it and it's not a long game it's i think he has the ability to do it and you know Dude, i think that. a lot of it comes down to just making sure you do the smart things during the online piece of it and then be healthy and ready on the live make it to semifinals yeah yeah, Hiller's going to be a game changer for him because Hiller's tied into all the little minutia of the thing, and it's like that's what he needed the most help on. Um, but when he started saying that he's been writing his programming and essentially doing his own thing, like I I don't know, eyebrows went up because it's like that's what all the greats have done. 
it's oh true. Gosh, Tyler, that's what that's what does it for you. That's what makes you yeah, know, dude. Great is I don't know if it's, it's not causation, but it's definitely a correlation. It's definitely right? a correlation. Like, we just talked yeah. about how so many athletes aren't on camp right this past year. You know, uh -huh. Ariel's writing her own programming. You know, Velner's just kind of on his in his own with with Michelle. it's going that direction. It feels like, and if you can be as good as he is and not had the camp or the professional coach, I would say as quick as he is too, because he said three and a half years ago is whenever he started trying to mm -hmm. do it for real, for real. Like that's fast. Right. Yeah. I think with, with, when you program for yourself, you're just more tuned into your own, your own being. And so it's like, you can, you can make calls a coach would never know to make because you're not going to communicate certain things. I mean, yeah, you can be really close with your coach and tell them everything you think they should know, but it's like they're still not going to in intuit how you feel and what how you it, need to push in a Metcon or something like that. Or like you said, like if he doesn't feel great, he can go push a different part and still get yeah. the benefit out of it versus if squats are programmed on Tuesday, but you feel like crap and you got to lower the weight, or cut reps short, are you getting as much out of it versus programming the same squats on Wednesday and you're not willing to make that change because you know you're not in charge of your own programming? Yeah. John, have you ever programmed for yourself? Um, the most I ever did was I just ran a 5K three days a week. Um, I was like, okay, I can't <laughs> run a mile without stopping. Um I, I don't know like I don't know if people understand this. I started out at a very low point. Like I I could not run a mile without walking. Uh, I don't know how I got that bad, but I was I was really bad. And uh, and then I was like, okay, well I'm just gonna do small off on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, <laughs> and then every day that I'm not squatting, I'm gonna run a 5K. And uh, and then and then that's when I'll you know and with the CrossFit class right I'll do I'll do that stuff first and then the CrossFit class and I'll learn these weird movements I'll try to put my toes to the bar and I'll try to you know what I mean like and just try to do you know learn how to do CrossFit because I didn't know how to do any of the movements and then did that stuff on the side and uh, and then I mean I got better at running a little bit but like I just got where I could run without stopping and then um. But I got really strong. I taught myself how to Olympic lift. I, I programmed my lifting by myself for as long as I can remember. I mean, I do what mm -hmm. L programs for me now, but I don't train lifting, right? I'm not trying to get strong. And I wouldn't seek him to try to get me strong. One, I don't need to work on it. But two, I know how to do that. Like, it's very – it's easy for me to program strength stuff pretty much with anything. Like I know yeah. what muscles are going to work with what stimulus you're trying to reach. And for the most part, I, you know, you, the fitter you get, you know, that stuff, you know, just by doing a bunch of stuff. But uh, mm -hmm. other than that programming for myself, that's, you know, I used to, I hopped on comp train. I hopped on hardware pays off. I did all the cycles before I found coach out every day for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. My body is very stubborn when it comes to, improving aerobic capacity but we're getting there one percent every day i we're getting we're getting better the Do sad thing is guys i think no like i think if i wanted to i could squat 700 pounds 
I, I think if I if I wanted to do and I like tried to do that, like I could because my body loves to get strong. It just that's not what do, I'm trying to do. Do you I'm think you'd run fast if you were, do you think you'd run faster if you wore like not as many like sweatpants and like, <laughs> no way, no and, way. <laughs> Dude, I like I'm I don't like being cold. Okay. I'm how I'm cold a baby was it? it comes I was like 50 degrees. Oh my god, John. It was it <laughs> was like up. it was like it was like 50 degrees with with but it was like windy. Um, uh I kind of understand that. And and I just I just hate being cold. It's not it's not a matter of you know <laughs> I, it's a matter of being comfortable. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, here's the thing, though. I think I could run every single day with my sole mission to run a sub five minute mile. And like Brian, I bet if you wanted to, you could run a sub five minute mile of every single day of your being. That's all you wanted to do. That's what you dreamed of doing. I think you could. I don't think I can. Like like that. I don't know if my body. <laughs> that's I'd the have problem, to lose twenty John, pounds. I'd have to, to lose believe. twenty pounds. I think if I was once, I'd have to be one seventy five. I'd have to have to lose a lot of weight to go that fast. And you know, I think I think you running a sub five minute mile is the same as me trying to reach a seven hundred pound squat. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Bodies are built different, and and that's why CrossFit's so beautiful because it's who can do it all the best. That's why I mean I think that's the the most beautiful I, thing there is. My fastest mile was a four fifty one back in the day. It's blazing, Augustus. I promise you, it's not because I want to be comfortable. Uh, all right. Viewer comments. We'll go through these pretty quick, and then we'll hit the hit the rest. Um, everyone's BFF. Just when you didn't think John's rankings couldn't get better, the analogies and stories slash scenarios are so good. So, in reference to the comeback canyon, John. Thank you. Um, Wilfred. L3233. Uh, he also appreciates the canyon. John's takes on the sports scene are always great, almost unique. His Roman Empire is about HQ, the community, and maybe the open. Uh, on their social medias, I see HQ posting a lot of community stuff. Even my national CrossFit HQ rep is doing so. Um, it's the first year there's been some join the open posters in his gym. It's been up for weeks. Uh, it's been handwritten note on the whiteboard in the previous years. Is CrossFit really focusing on the community, the open and the 25% quarterfinals, making the sport something else? Semifinals in the games, aka the great divide happening. Like, are they, what? I don't, I don't truly follow exactly, but is there, do you see where they're focusing more on the community side than the games? And is it just part of the season? I, I mean, we'll get to this in a minute or at the end, but they're focusing on the cash money. They're I'm focusing on none of those things. Yeah, I, you, I don't, I don't that think they said. could care. I think they could care less about the games or the community. They're just trying to make money, and they can disguise that as caring about anything. You know what I mean? They can, they can put a dog on their Instagram as much as they want. I think they just want money. Yeah. I want to give uh, I want to give Sean a shout out really quick. Can I post this? Is our am I able to do that? Yeah, you had it up. Sorry, there's like a delay. 
Yeah, Sean was really cool. He uh, took some really good shots. And congratulations, Sean, on your 225 snatch. That's a big milestone number. Yeah, he was partners with Aaron. The oh, that's Sean. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you don't What's even up, know. Sean? Oh, my good Tyler, these are your people. Come on, man. Yeah. So I, he, saw, I saw Aaron in that picture of him. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. dude. That was awesome. They competed, and then Aaron said that she had somebody that she knew that was there. It was Sean. Sean is the uh, person who gave us some inside uh, glimpses of John in action wearing his uh, snowsuit. Oh, uh, thank you. You've, you've earned your keep then, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Larry Young, $1.99. Thank you. John, the 80s Rocky look is old. LOL at TFX. Larry, Thanks, Dad. Uh, is, that, is, is that your dad? Yeah. Your dad can snatch 275? Yeah, it's the ugliest power snatch you've ever seen in your life. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, pro he probably, honestly, he probably is. could snatch 300 if, uh, if he... Jesus. tried hard enough like i, I think you could just kind of like and and just freaking muscle snatch <laughs> 300. My, dad, my dad is crazy crazy strong uh, he's really big yes. too like he's uh, he's he's six two i don't know what happened to me but um he's uh yeah he's really really strong so aaron murphy yes tyler that one and uh yes your dad is right um Going to back to the comments, Alyssa9452. I think the age group adaptive games being after the regular games was a big miss. I think they should have been first in the lead up. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think that the <laughs> Jesus <laughs> do I agree I'm with what? I'm sorry, I had to pull that up. I, I had to pull that up. I'm sorry. That was that was too good um, not to pull up. Do you agree with Alyssa that the the uh, the mat the team the masters teens and adaptives should have been before the CrossFit Games in August in Fort Worth, or is it better to have them a month after? I agree. We're that we're itching we're think, itching for game stuff. We're already talking about it. After it, it's like. It's like eating a bunch of pizza. You don't want to really see pizza for a while afterwards. And I and it's like that stuff's already less bought into to begin with. So I think you're gonna get less viewers because of it. Too much. I pizza. almost think it's better to have it during the dead zone though. Because there is a there after the games, there is like a two to three month dead zone. Then we yeah. have rogue, right? And then like after rogue. There's kind of like a month of dead zone, and then and then we start getting hyped up. Like Wadapalooza happens, and then you got the open stuff after that, right? But like I think right after the games, we have like three months nothing. I think that's where you put the Masters people. That way they give a we. I feel like we would talk about that. What are we talking about during that time? If freaking Roman didn't trash talk the world. We would have nothing to talk about, right? That's why you, that's when you get me freaking making fake mountains that Melner will get mad about in the future. Like, like right? I, you know, that's what I, I'm saying. Then like, we don't get the mountain. We no, need the mountains, John. So I, I feel like you put the you put the masters and the teens in the dead zone, and I think we would talk about it more. Whereas in between, in between semifinals, which is what you guys are saying, right? In between that time between the games and the semifinals, yes, right, like. I think that's the time for like the mountain 
or the uh, you know, like we this just continuous hype up, or you see something crazy on Instagram, like that devoted towards the elite individuals, and then that way the masters and the teams they can have their time. You know what I mean? I think I think in the dead zone right now, we're hurting for material. We would love to show them. They might even freaking get a live viewership from Brian's flip phone if we if they was there in the dead zone. You know, um, that's just how I feel. Will Brandstutter, he likes it before the classic buildup. I don't Some get excited like about that. Ricky and Roman and <clears throat> Vellner watching old people. Now, I, I can think, get excited about old people when old people's the only thing on TV, right? I know that sounds harsh, but that's the truth. But that's the, that's the thing, though. Like, when in between the last semifinal and the games, we have extra time now, right? Like, it's still ending the first weekend of June, but now we have an extra week before the games takes over. So many of the athletes go dark they go in their bunker they don't really come out too much like yes we can talk about we can update the the games mountain we can talk about the rookies who have qualified and interview them but there's not a bigger time where the entire community is focused in those kind of two months three months right and to tyler's point i see it as everybody is the games are over and now it's like oh, okay uh football starting I'm going to go do something else, right? I, I've already dedicated from March following all of this CrossFit stuff. I just want to break. There's less to talk about. And so it's on us, I guess, to to promote it. But is there enough interest in it after the games versus before when everybody's just all in CrossFit? So you're scared to compete Wait. with football? I think the NFL should be scared to compete with us. I think we would still they should, think Sunday, they should be. Football. Yeah, hey, so I think Alyssa, Alyssa makes a good point here, and and she's she's a master's athlete, so I think it's a good uh, coming from a good source. I think if CrossFit could guarantee us that there was going to be a few events that were the same, then that would be exciting. But I would have to like they'd have to be like there's going to be a version of this at the games at the for the mm -hmm. um, individuals. For the open field, hint, like hint I, I would legends. Learn. Yeah, you know, they no, that'd be, do this because they be could very just make cool. this commitment now. They could just say, yeah. "Hey, at least one or two of these events are going to be that." That's what they should do. It uh -huh. wouldn't be hard and, to implement. No, no, no. And so, like, if they had the Masters games before, before the rat, real CrossFit games, and then CrossFit was like, "Uh, there's going to be two of these events that are at the real games." And, like, that's our first clue of what's going to be at the games, right? I think that would be very exciting. I do. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if CrossFit would do that. I'm saying that the the Masters events and the team – or any of the age division events should do that after the fact. I think that might push us to want to watch. I would be more keen to watch if I knew that they were going to do the same – events that the some of the same events the elites did what about this though i mean they're going to be going into most likely september potentially october at this point that's a very long season like the open starts in march and then they their, their finals are in october mm -hmm. um 
Oh, my mistake. Long. My mistake. That is that is a different Alyssa. Uh, <laughs> my my bad, girl. I apologize. That's still a great point that you made, uh, young Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, young little girl Alyssa. That young was a great Alyssa. point that you made. Um, I thought I thought this was. I, I have an Alyssa that comments frequently. That's one of my master's athletes, and I thought that was her. But my mistake. <laughs> great point. Go ahead. Man. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Will Brandstetter Masters should be during the summer so the joints joints don't get cold. Risk excellent injury. point. Or excellent during point. the winter so we can see who's going to adapt. No. <laughs> uh, Kathy, uh, we're not just focusing on the Masters. I think it's it's we're talking about all the Masters yeah, we're, we're, and adaptive. It's it's yeah. it's all it's all the groups. Um, which it's interesting just you think about it. All we know right now is when the adaptives. Are competing we know that the teams are competing in michigan uh at the pit throwdown in whatever three rivers michigan but we don't know the dates we don't know even where the masters athletes are going to be competing right now and we're four weeks away from the start of the open mm -hmm. um i i don't get that piece of it but uh one last viewer comment and it's a it's a question we'll see who, who answers this one maybe it's a good one for heat one on the props Alex Jack Ellis 231. Who's more likely to make the games this year? Bailey Christopher or Tyler Christopher? Wait, who's the first one? Bailey. There's only Rail, two. Bailey Christopher. Or Tyler. Oh, okay. I see. Tyler, uh, Bailey or Tyler. I'm going to say Bailey every time. I'm never voting for Tyler Christopher. <laughs> Yeah, I don't share the same hate that Tyler does for Tyler. <laughs> but he's going to uh, agree with me. But <laughs> I, you know, I was on Tyler Christopher train. I really was like a couple of years ago. And, and then what happened? One lunge and, short. And, he, and he, blew, <laughs> he, he blew up in a workout. And then um, I think he just blew up. I think it was, the workout was executed poorly or it was just a bad Some workout. Some would say he quit. I no, yeah, I don't think he quit, guys. You're being way too. Some would. I, Some would. One would. One would. One <laughs> would say he quit. Um, I, I think like two would. I think Bailey Rich said that until Tyler until Tyler can prove us wrong, but like he has yet to prove us wrong. So I think you have to go with Bailey. I don't know how you go with Tyler. Bailey's done it for what three straight years. Yeah, yeah. It's like we always. I hate that for her is we're always doubting her and she keeps making it. She's good, man. I haven't yeah. I didn't doubt her last year. Now it's always a question though. People are like, I don't think Bailey's gonna make it. Like she's always probably one of the first out well, she, if you're setting She your did top. pull off a, a great comeback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good comeback. Um I mean, I, I I'm sure she had some doubts going into that. Like you can be as confident and positive as you want, but Looking at the last day, um, you need somebody else to struggle and, and give you some points, and that's exactly what happened. So um, without that, they would have been about in the exact same spot. So mm -hmm. uh, Now, I have, I have a question on top of that question. If you had to say both miss the games or one makes the games, which one's more likely? I would say one makes the games. I would, uh, I would say one makes. I want to say they both miss, but I would say one. It depends on what the 
what the benefit to uh, risk ratio is. If if there's a clear enough payoff for, like if we set the line so that there's a clear enough payoff, I would definitely go for both against. I I think I would probably say both against. This is something I wouldn't bet, but uh, I don't that's a, think that's an uh, interesting one. I don't think either. I don't. I would predict that neither make it, but I think it's like a 50 50 shot on Bandy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next topic. Um, this has been talked about everywhere, I think, for the last 24 hours. Um, but <laughs> what definitely to get, get your take. So, Ellie Turner shared what happened? <laughs> uh, last night. On her Instagram story that she had her exemption request to compete out of North America West had been denied. What? Yeah. What were the what Are were you the just details? hearing about this, John? You just hearing what about this? What were the details? First off, first off, if I get if I come to my phone, I have 363 messages. <laughs> I uh I am not seriously I'm not going to read one of those 363 messages. <laughs> But, you don't. I go back. I go all no, the way back. I no, I, no, no. <laughs> half of it is just is just stupid. Like I had like jokes through like three, what three actually happened. Jokes. And and like and like Brian will come out with an article in two minutes if I just wait, and then then I'll then I'll know what's happening. Uh, so Barbara did you read quick. the article? Um, I know what's happened. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> did you read the article? <laughs> I would like to know the details of her exemption. It got denied, right? What were the details yeah. of her exemption? Can you tell me her appeal, what it what it consisted of? I don't have all of the facts. I'm not sure what I do have if, you know, I'm not going to go into all of that. I think that's up for Ellie to go into if she chooses. However, The facts are that she moved from Oceania, from Australia to United to to North America in late June, early July of 2021. The so rule book two states years, two and a half years. The rule book states that it's sustained residency for three years, beginning February 1st, which would be five months. By short. the games, by the games, it would be three years. That is correct. But, but you, it has to be three years considering February 1st. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so permanent residency, like obtaining permanent residency is not a valid reason for being able to get an exemption, right? Like it has to be three years. It has to be three years. It has to be in a single country is what it says. You know, it's, that's difficult if you're living in Canada at one point and moving back into North America, but you're in North America West the whole time. Like, I don't know how they, how they differentiate between the two. Mm -hmm. And then also just because she wasn't here on February 1st, but she's been here for 31 of the 36 months of that time. Is that enough to obtain sustained residency? It doesn't matter I mean, if you're if you're setting hard lines, no. But the lines um, seem to be a bit smushy. And Patrick Clark, I did not know this, but she got her visa through Canada in January of 2021. Obviously, there were some um, 
things going on with travel, et cetera, between Australia and everywhere else at that time. Don't know if that impacted it. I mean, and, and Savan even asked me that, like, if you say sustained residency in your, and we were talking about Katrin, like if she's in Iceland for one month, is that sustained residency in the United States? Yeah. What is yes. residency? Right. But like, is it, is it, you have to be there on February 1st in, you know, but could you be there February 1st and then leave for five months in 2022 and come back? Mm-hmm. Or does it, you know, like it's a very, very vague definition of what is sustained residency and can you get that? And my whole thing beyond that is I have heard that she was told last year during when she was denied that based on what you provided, you apply next year, you will get it. Always assume that that's about as that you cannot take that to the bank. Don't care who told her that. You got it. Somebody from CrossFit HQ. They still in writing. Hmm. Yes. Who? I will not say. <laughs> Can't say. But it was somebody that is still there. Well, then I would say, and Brian, you can tell me if I'm out of pocket. I would say you're that out of the pocket. fault. The fault lies with that person for telling Ellie that. And then, but also, she has no ground to stand on. Three years is three years. It's not 36 months, it's 31 months. You are not in the rule. You have to go to Oceana. It's, you shouldn't have thought that. But the reason you thought that is it's from that person. The fault is with that person. And then they're deciding to follow their rules all of a sudden. Um, then, yeah, I, I feel for her if she feels like she got screwed. But is that's the case? But I still but not think being here for five. But what look at Katrin, and I get that she's been here forever, right? Like she's lived with Bergeron. But when you read the rule book, it says sustained residency for the last three years, not at any time in your life for three years. Katrin was here February 1st, 2021, but she was not here to train for the games for 2021, and she was not here as she went on and she was on the alternate team in 2022 for Annie Thoris daughter. So that was more than five months. Like, should it matter that it's, that it's not the, it's the the five months that she missed was at the beginning of the 36 months or in the middle of it. This is capturing a citizen. No, at least, well, at least last year, she was in the process of applying for it. I don't know if she has it now. I don't know if she's applied for it. I assume she has for this year. I assume that she's been granted it because of how they're not even requiring a reapplication of those who were granted last year. I thought that was a funny move. Like if we paused on that for a second, because they re- released the rules and then they were like, a, what was it? A week or two later? They were like, but you get an exemption if you got one last year. Right. And, it, and contrary to what the rule book says. Right. And that was a shady move. Um, I, I think it would have been shady. shady giving it to Roman. And we said this whenever whenever Roman got it. We said this. Mm-hmm. He showed that he could travel. So, like, 
why did he get an exemption if he showed that he could travel to and fro now and he couldn't before, but now he can. And we said, when Roman got it, we said, well, Ellie better get it then because Roman got it. And if you're not, if you don't, and, and it's Roman moved to it on March of 22. Within the right. rules. So within the rules, Roman doesn't qualify if 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 it hadn't been for this blanket exemption they've given. And we were all okay came. last year because you know Russia doesn't like Ukraine, right? But, but he does. Year, and again, if if Roman had never traveled to South Korea, I'd probably be okay with it again. Like he, you can go into the assumption same. without knowing any information that he doesn't feel comfortable traveling back to South Korea. You know, to South Korea, even if it's not going to Russia. But he did. Same. And what if we about, don't have all the facts, then tell us why. Tell us. CrossFit headquarters should tell us why Roman gets an exemption this year. Why Ellie doesn't. We kind of know why Ellie doesn't, or at least we think we know. Right? And we're okay with them following their own rules. But then Roman shouldn't get one. Like, Catherine shouldn't get one. And if Catherine's shown proof that we don't know about, tell us. And, and we don't have to okay. know all the then details of it, but explain what bullet point or what what's the rationale of that it, right? Like something. All the drama. Yeah, just tell us the rationale. Well, this is why. And then you're like, okay, CrossFit told us this is why. And then we can comment whether it's BS or not. But right now, we're just speculating. And it seems like one dude, because his name is Roman, gets to get away with something. And Ellie's not as good as Roman, so she doesn't. Well, That's so, what it feels like. And, and one one thing to point out as we talk about Ellie, Roman, and Katrin, it's not it's the people that have the same situation as like these are just the three most prominent. There are, there are plenty of others who have been accepted. There are plenty of others who have been denied. We don't uh, that I don't identify. This this is a joke, right? <laughs> I hope so. I'm, I hope I'm, so. I'm confirming that this is a joke. Um, okay. Um, John like, identifies with squatting 700 pounds, so there's that. <laughs> no, I start identifying I, as a five minute mile. If I wanted to go, you want to, it, to yeah, identify, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, I can identify as a five minute mile or all I want. And I help you guys. <laughs> Have you tried that? <laughs> Have I tried? <laughs> so, my whole point is like, today. we're talking about these three, and it's again, we're not. I explained it to O'Keefe on Pedro's podcast this, this afternoon. is it's Congrats not, on your win. I know. Facing off in two weeks. Uh, we're not we're not attacking Katrin. We're not attacking Roman. At the end of the day, this is what cross it's about CrossFit and what their decisions are being made. I don't blame any, I don't blame Katrin for wanting to compete out of North America West. I don't blame Roman for wanting to compete out of the East. I don't blame Ellie for wanting to compete out of the West. But those are the three pro, high profile names. Like those are the three we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about somebody who you know doesn't matter was in australia is going to compete in, in asia and, and take 28th like i don't care right well, they still should so, be held to the same rules when it comes to the that but we're not going to talk about it and if they're not held to the same rules then tell us why they're not right my thing is next year this is not a big deal right it's only because it's this year and so crossfit would have done well to save face if they just put her in the West this one year, I think everybody agrees. Like she's been here long enough. Like 
visually, whether it's the rule or not. Visually, she looks like she should compete here. And she's not getting out of anything. It's equally going to be as hard for her to qualify out of the West harder. as it is Oceania. It's going to be harder this video? year based off of what yeah. we know. All right. Did y'all y'all watch Hiller's video? Mm -mm. No, I did not have time for that. I was too so, busy on podcast. Reading text. And, 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 and reading 386 uh, <laughs> It's kind of an interesting video. I don't, I don't watch all of his videos. Uh, he makes way too many. But I, I did watch this one. And uh, the, uh, <laughs> that wasn't a slight. I don't watch a lot of a lot of things. But um, the, uh, he took her scores and he applied them to – just drop my pen. He took her scores and he applied them to the West. Mm -hmm. and and saw what she would get and she would have been one spot behind danny spiegel and she won oceana handedly <clears throat> with the same scores one yeah. spot behind danny spiegel who did not make the games like they're doing her a favor going to oceana mm, by sorry. that logic brian she won torian i i get I get that. And I don't, in the West, she's I don't not think you'd want to. I don't think you'd want to. I mean, it's not like you just take a, a five-hour plane trip to to Australia. Like you're there for several weeks. You don't have your coach, or if you do, it's an expensive thing. It's expensive to fly Hold out on. there. Come on, come on. Like, I gotta address. And these then comments. you also have. What's that? Can I can I, can I do that, or do you want to talk? Do you want to get your thing out? My last, <laughs> yeah, my last was point talking. is. You could have a situation where it's like Gee, where yes, it's probably easier, but one bad workout could probably kick you out of the top three. So that's, yes, that's fair. Looking that's at fair. the scores, you saw. I mean, Sydney Will Wells didn't complete a muscle up or completed one, and still qualified after taking a whatever fifty eighth in that workout. So there's a lot more room for air. I know it's going to be different with a 40 athlete field this year, but when you have 10, 11 spots in a, in a region, you have more of that room. So I get what Hiller is doing in that example. I just don't know if it's always plays out that way. Go ahead, John. Okay. I, I valid fight your comment. Battles. Val valid points, valid points. Y'all. Okay. Cause they're saying that she would have finished eighth. But the first – y'all clearly didn't watch Hiller's video because he has some <laughs> Stephen Hawking-like back-of-the-napkin math, okay? Um, in Torian, they had the fastest floor in event one where he had to pull the sled. Right the back of the and, and, yeah, and they had the fastest floor to everybody. Every single event was an event record, okay? And in all the other regions, it was a different sled. It was just different. That's it's true. hard to explain. But – it was, but it was different. And then he took these times that they got and took the average times that the West got. And I don't know how he did it, but he was like, basically, she would have been 90 seconds slower at the West. And her actual time, give or take one or two spots, would have been so and so. And that's the score that he chose to use. Okay. Like that's, she would not have been eighth. She would have been eighth with a freaking first place in event one because they had the different event. All right, Adam, go watch the freaking video. Do your research for your freaking comment. Okay, <laughs> on, to, on to the next, on to the next one. I just, I people are so ignorant sometimes. If you don't <laughs> see the same thing that I'm watching, don't don't try to make another argument. Uh, Mr. Young, uh, 
499. They can also appreciate it. Listen by the rules. None of them make it. Katrin and Roman Roman are draws. Draws. This? draws. Listen, he's he's not from Eastern Kentucky. So I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> but, uh, Ellie. but Ellie, what is the last comp she didn't redrawn from just, just say withdraw. Withdrawn from. She didn't withdraw from. So that that's one of the things that that Hiller did point out. I don't agree with like whether she's lifting a PVC pipe or not. Like at this point in the in the season, Bethany Shadburn, Bethany Flores last year was probably in the same boat, and she ends up making the games. Like this is not can you make the games? It's can you make semifinals? So like I just basing an exemption off of that, I don't think is the right approach. I just realized that John Young's dad typing is the equivalent of John yelling. <laughs> Stop! <it. laughs> he's just fucking nailing that thing. <laughs> he's got a he's got a he's got a BJY finger finger tone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just firing them off. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's the inconsistency. It's the lack of transparency. Um, it's how do you define sustained residency? You, I, I don't think there is one, right? Like starting February 1st versus starting July 1st and you have five months off in the middle. Why, why do you have to be there on a specific date when you're still, you may still be there as long or more than somebody else that gets it. Um, so to me, I think to Tyler's point, like it was close enough. You've already told her that she was going to get it. Just do it. Yeah, it was it was so easy, and it would have caught a, caused a lot less fuss. And then next year, she actually qualifies for the the exemption. Give it to her, and everybody's happy. And it looks it looks less bad, honestly, because now we're digging through your dirty laundry, and we wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. And they they screwed themselves by by doing this to her. It would have been no news yep. at all. Oh yeah, no, she, I, if she I, Hiller might have been like, like "Why did she get it?" Because she's with Justin. Like he, Hiller might have done that, and then that would have been it. Yeah, right. Uh, George, I'll be very interested to see where Tia competes. So she's, she's lived, lived here, here since long enough. You know, forever. And then again, yes, you go back to your to see your family at some point. You're there for a few months. Again, I bet over the three years, Tia's probably spent five months not in the United States. But it's been broken up into month or two month segments. Right. So it doesn't it's it's a tough one. Kathy, have any of us traveled to Australia? Nope. I heard it's a lovely place. I've heard it's a really pain go. to fly back and forth yeah. too. I um, it is a really long flight. Can I can I Patrick says uh how transparent do you want it to be when it's a something private and very sensitive like citizenship patrick either be transparent or don't complain when that's their decision she is upset about their decision you it needs to be transparent or you need to chill you can't have yeah, both parties he's he's pointing at you john you're the one who's pissed so you did but uh, would you be okay with i've already said transparency well, you're yeah. okay with them I'm an open book. Go through whatever you want to go through. Yeah. Okay, fine. You can, you can look at my whole internet history. There ain't nothing that I want to hide. I'm an open book. Like, 
Well, my my and point if people, on this and is: if you do got stuff you're hiding, you need to check yourself. <laughs> yeah, my point is: you don't have to go into all the deal details. You don't have to share every you know what was in the application. But I think CrossFit should be able to point to this, this person clear. was approved because whatever political hardship, what you know, whatever it is, like sustained residency. That's it. Right. So we're actually okay with the amount of information that we have for her, but it's the other cases that we're not sure about. That's making... we don't we don't know why yeah. they said no, right? And all they have to say for Roman is political hardship, but they've not said anything. I see somebody has been watching this like twenty minutes behind the live show. <laughs> Jason, we said he thinks he's going to make the games. Okay, not win the games. Calm down. Your thirty-first place is still is still intact. Nobody's taking that from you. Okay, you still owe me twenty dollars. Don't comment until you've paid that. <laughs> pay, pay, spend the twenty dollars, please. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh, on the comments, that would be so funny. <laughs> he won't. He's too cheap. He won't do it. Um, yeah. I mean, look, if you're gonna have a rule in there, I think we have the expectation that you can be able to say at a high level why somebody was made it or not without getting into their specific details. Um. So I think that's Covered. it. I don't I don't know where that stands. I will be in the next few days, maybe next week, explaining how Oceana can get an extra spot. But it will require some teamwork based off in, of in the open. Based on who's competing. Okay. Now Tia going back definitely helps if she does go back to Australia. Jamie going team. Jamie's going team, but if you look on the leaderboard, she signed up in. She's still an Oceana athlete. So, but if she so, if she competes in quarterfinals, which she is able to do, yes. as an individual, will her total count? She, if she goes only team? has to. She only has to pay the forty or fifty dollars. You don't okay. even have to do the workouts. You just have to be in it to be to to be counted. Well, um, as I'm, I'm just athletes. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, but I'm also just thinking, like, it's not like all the spots are taken up by people that we already know, right? Because like Jamie's going team, Tia's not there. Like you, well, you got Ellie, Maddie Sturt, and then the other one's up for grabs. We think Grace Walton, yeah. but like it's kind of up for grabs, right? But there, but there's a way that if there, if there's an, if there's five Oceana women in the top 100, they can get four. They can get four. Okay. And that just takes Jamie and Jamie doing her part. But it requires now that you have Ellie, that helps. You have if Jamie Simmons does do it, if Emily DeRoy does, they both are going team. If Kara Saunders does it, she's going team. Maddie Sturt's in there and you don't know what T is doing. Like you could have six or seven. Like there's a high probability they could do it, but they need to pay $50 for, for the yeah. quarterfinals. And I don't know why they wouldn't. Like, if you had the ability to make your country more represented, why would you not? That is my point. And that's why I'm going to write the article because I think it feels like the the, the Australians kind of band together 
and they do want have Oceana to succeed and they think they need they deserve more spots. Um, unfortunately, I don't think the men have that ability yet, but the women do. And but so they it, make this decision because they don't have the ability right now. Like they continually go team because they're like, I can't make it. And that sort of thinking is 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 sort of the problem. I get why they're doing it. I, I totally understand why, but it I don't know. I don't know if Carr is doing it or Emily, even 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 Emily DeRoy is going Jamie. to team because they don't think they can make it. Or Jamie. I think all three could probably make it back in I'm th- I'm saying more on the guys' side. Because a lot of the oh, guys the guys' side that. is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, the top I, three. I, I like Royce, James Newberry, um, Baden Brown. I, 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 right. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Right. And so, like, it, it, the point of it is to bring some attention to it because if all of those women actually realize it, they could actually work together and get Oceana another spot. Right? Yeah. Which would I be concur. interesting. It'd be a great story to tell, too. Right. Australia's kind of like Texas. They like got like this this pride about about them, I feel. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh yeah, look for that out here in the next before before next Wednesday. Um it's time, guys. Oh, Blind let's do rankings. it. <clears throat> My favorite time. I've been thinking all week of what I'm gonna blindly say. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Girl wads. Okay. Name name oh man, I thought it was just gonna be girls. Like, let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's the girl wads. It's the girls. All right, but they're all not right. I'm named down. Fran. I'm down. I'm ready. All right. Hold on, I got a question. I got a question. Are we talking about OG girls or or like you New got like girls. game spins on them? Like we got nasty Nancy. Like, no, or is it just, be, are we just talking OG? OG girls? OG okay. girls. That's important. I That's important. OG girls. He's yeah. awful. No, no, Annie no is spins. an amazing workout. And then Annie's just kind of like, yeah. Sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. This is based 100% on how they feel. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk. There's, I mean, maybe the game stuff has, has adds to it. Like, Nancy's been yeah. in the games a million times. Yeah. Let's see what there is. Helen. Oh, man. That's like two. Yeah, that's coming out hot. Helen, Helen's a big one, man. I love it's, Helen. It's got everything. It's got, I mean, I if you want to call kettlebells, it's, like wait. It's the center of the uh, uh, the circle. Venn diagram. CrossFit, the Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah. Tell um, people the workout who, for those who don't know. Three rounds, three rounds per time. 400, 400 meter, meter run. run. Go ahead, Brian. 21 pull-ups. 12 kettlebell swings. I think it's 12 kettlebell swings. 21 21 kettlebell swings, 12 pull-ups. This hurts so bad. Um, I'm going, I'm sticking with what I said. I love this one. It's like the quintessential CrossFit to me. Helen, two. Two? Yeah. Do you agree, John? Two? Can can y'all hear me? I'm sorry. My dog's barking. You're fine. It's not that bad. I kind of agree. and I think it might be like, hey, Ah. <laughs> uh I kind of think it should be one, but I do feel like we should give ourselves some flexibility. I hate doing one and five in the beginning. Is so is Fran one? It's I don't not name Fran. Fran. It's not name Fran. Fran is yeah, I know, but like list. if Fran were in the list, is Fran number one? Because what I don't would be number one for you? I have no idea. Did you see what I'm saying? <laughs> and Helen is so 
full body, I feel. It's way more cardio than We'll you know do I mean? this for you this week, John, because we've never ranked number one first before. No, I don't go, I don't like doing it, number one. <laughs> you can't you can't fight me and then fight me the other direction. I like two. I like two. I just Helen's a great <laughs> workout, man. Let's go two. Let's just go All two. Right. All right. The next one is Amanda. Amanda. Oh. Snatches, ring muscle. I think, I, I think seven, seven, I'm, I'm going to say Amanda's number one. You, I, I want to say three. I'm being conservative because I want to save one. <laughs> Dude, Amanda is awesome. Amanda hurts. If you can do Amanda like how it's supposed to be done, if you can do Amanda unbroken, Amanda's bad. I, Brian, tell us. Tell us what Amanda is real quick. 975. 975. Squat snatch, ring muscle ups. With 135. And do it. So to do nine squat snatches unbroken with 135, it's harder than people think. Like it gets your heart rate up more than people think that squat does. And then to do, yeah, that you're doing 21 ring muscle ups unbroken, split up. Like I'm just saying, this workout hurts if you're fit enough to do it. And then if you're enough to do it it's a really good challenge like uh if you can do ring muscle ups and squat snatches i dude amanda to me is number one wait, wait why is it three for you like do you t tell me why is it three and it's been in the I games feel, it's the first he, games workout in 2010 number one i am always you know I mean? afraid of picking number one uh amanda i'm thinking of jason kalipa doing it i'm thinking it's rich doing it and they're so historic dude see and i immediately go to is this like how is this is this doable for most people? Uh, it oh, only get out of here! I don't care about most people. I care about the top. Okay, uh, it, extra sloppy. You get see, less sloppy if you can't do Amanda. <laughs> Tighten it up. I don't want to put a snatch as the number one because I hate snatch. Oh um, gosh, I do want to put it as number one because of the ring muscle ups, but it only has the two movements, whereas Helen has the three. But the problem with Helen is it doesn't have the differentiation factor. Like pretty much everybody like who's fit is going to get about the same. I'll give it one just to seed to you. Um, but I, I just I feel like I feel like this is a bad call. But I'm going to give what it. What would you. be better? I don't know, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda's at one. Here we go. You got. Three, four, and five left. So, oh man, put we yourself took our in best ones away. Yeah, Diane. Oh man, three. Let's go four. No. <laughs> what about Grace? I think Grace. Do you should be three. you don't like? Oh yeah, I hate Grace. So that's five for sure. Uh, Why is Grace five? <laughs> we Grace cannot. We cannot put a single movement as that high in the list. Dude, Diane Grace has so much fun. And handstand push-ups. I love. Handstand push-ups. I don't love deadlifts, but the the weight is not such that it slows me down. I love this. So this you're just how you can do it. That's that's yes. your. I told you that's what it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> can you do all of these workouts unbroken? All of them. I've never. I haven't done Amanda in like six years. You think you could though? Um, I think I think you could. You might have to take breaks in between the nine seven five, but I think you could. I think the seven ring muscle ups would be really hard. Well, you could like rest in between 
and then do it unbroken is what I'm saying. If you wanted to, I mean, yeah, but it's like I I don't know. To me, it's like if you take a crazy rest break, this it's not unbroken, even though it could be. Um, That's fair. That's fair. All right, three or four. If you since you seated Amanda, I'll see Diane. I think <laughs> Diane should be. I think Grace is a wonderful workout, but it's, it's stupid. Okay. It's one movement. All right, Diane at it's three. Be, it's Grace. Here we go, Karen. Karen. That's five. That's five for me. Why is it five? Why is Grace better than Karen? Because I'm better at it, man. <laughs> Dude, not many people can beat me at Grace. I hate like. Here's Karen. the thing: you can do 135 Grace unbroken, and then you just get heavier. It's only better for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. I like Karen at, at four. I'll give you five. Um, but Karen's so painful too. Like, if that's you do what it I love right. about it is that it's not it's not physically hard. Like, it's not a big skill. You can always throw a wall ball, and inevitably you're gonna drop it and sit there and look at it and be like, "Why did I drop it? I can't pick it back up." It's so mentally just aggravating. That's true. It's very simple. It's very accessible. Yeah. Everybody can do it. You're right. I I don't like it. <laughs> Have you ever done Karen with a 30? No. You should I do Karen do with Karen. I can't do Karen unbroken as is. Why would I add a 30? You should try to <laughs> uh, try to do Karen unbroken with a 14. I, I don't think I could do that. Then with a 10, with a 10 pound. Go light enough. Keep that going you can down. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got a four no, pound one here. At the I do care like unbroken. For me. No, I'm just to do that many reps unbroken with anything. Do care and unbroken with a weight that you can do it, and then try to do it with a thirty, um, and then you have your full range of Karen Ness, and then you know which so one you're is, worse at. This is my mile <laughs> every day. I'm going to do Karen at a, a, a lighter wall or a increasingly <laughs> heavier wall ball every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. You know what I? You know what I? Okay, go ahead. Well, time later. Go. <laughs> Last one. Jackie. Oh, Jackie's great, bro. Jackie's so good. What's Jackie, Jackie again? Oh, it's a thousand meter row, 50 thrusters with an empty barbell. Oh, yeah. pull-ups. Jackie is fantastic. I like I like Jackie at four. I I do like that. Oh, you're on crack. Where would you put respect. it if it wasn't at four? I'm tempted to put it one. Uh, no, <laughs> whoa! It is not better than Helen. Jackie's not better than Helen. I, I put Jackie and Helen in the same category. I, I I would put both of them at two. And if you can't, then at least it, for sure at three. You see what I'm I saying? Would, I would only rearrange Helen and Amanda. That's the only thing I would change on oh, this list, dude. No way. I don't yes. think we did a bad job. No. It doesn't matter. It has to be at four. I don't think we did a bad job. I would put Jackie ahead of Diane. You just like Diane because you're good at it. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I but to argue against like to make another reason why I like Diane there over Jackie is like there's a bit of skin in the game with Diane over Jackie. Everyone can do Diane, or I mean Jackie, but not everyone can do Diane, and so you have to train to do Diane. Not everybody can do 30 pull-ups. Well, that's fair. But like if you Yeah, but not everybody can do 150 wall balls. 
Yes, everybody can. It just would take a long time. <laughs> yeah, might take oh. you 30 minutes. I'm thinking within a reasonable amount of time. Well, right. what's, a, what's a reasonable amount of time? Less than 30 uh, minutes. I, I, I'm I fine with this list as is. I think, uh, Di- I think Jackie and Diane should be switched, and then I'd be happy. Um, I'm also thinking, like, what makes you the fittest? Out of these workouts, if you that just one. had this only workout to do, what workout would make you the fittest? And that I one. think I think Jackie would. It's funny that you guys say Helen, and maybe it's because I was running in it, but I think you get way more weightlifting out of 50 thrusters than you do with 12 kettlebell swings, 21 kettlebell swings. Um, it's just me. I, I put Jackie and Helen together, though, as far as fitness goes. More explosivity in Helen, um, both with the kettlebell swing and the pull-up. And Jackie has pull-ups, too. Yeah, yeah that, but that's I, true. I think the, the, the Jackie and Helen's made for little thousand people. meter on the on the row doesn't usually end up being the factor. Whereas the run, there definitely is. I tell that to Jason Kalipa. Go watch Jason Kalipa's Jackie time in 2013. He won that because he rode the fastest. The, there he are also plenty of, that rode fast and blew up. But I'm just saying, it. you could not beat him if you did not row what he rode. He got ahead of everybody. He got ahead of Rich and all those guys because of the row. You can't just say the row means nothing. It might mean nothing to you, but like Helen think, is a little guy workout. The littler you are, the better you are at Helen. Jackie, you have to have power on that row, and then you have to be able to do all the rest of the stuff. To me, the differentiation is in the is in the thruster and the the kettlebell swing. The kettlebell swings hurt worse than the thruster. I all I, I like disagree. I your disagree. hands. Oh, you want to not do the pull ups because of and it's rounds. Jackie's just one time through. Helen, you have to continue to go through the I same thing. I think it's thing. easier to do rounds. I disagree. Yeah. Okay, I in the chat. Here, here, anyway. we'll, let the chat it doesn't matter. We'll, let the, we'll let the chat decide. Chat, if, which one do you think you'd be all around fitter than? Not just cardio. All around fitness. Helen, Helen or Jackie? Okay, we'll count to five. After Augustus. Augustus was the last one. We'll count to five from here on out. All Augustus, right. you are allowed to count it again because I'm not counting that comment. All right. While they tabulate the results, we'll move on to the last one. Last Adrian Bosman out. joined one Chase Ingram on the uh, CrossFit podcast. Was it this morning? Was it one? Yeah. Um, oh, keep up with that. Um <laughs> Can you do polls or are we not that sophisticated? I'm not sophisticated enough to know how to do that. I need, I need more back office support. Um, and so Bosman came on, on the, on the CrossFit podcast, shared a little bit of the 2024 open. Um, first piece was redesigning the scorecards to be more at a glance. So basically he admitted that the rules and scorecards and and how it all works when you have to read the standards has gotten too much right they've only added they've never taken back they've never simplified so is that a first is that a good good move making things easier to understand from a average participant 
Yes, a hundred percent better. I love you that like move. the rules though. You like the I, twenty page rogue. I like the rule manual. for some things, not for the open. I think less is less is more with the open. Especially now that the twenty five percent make it to quarterfinals. John, do you agree? Less is more, especially in the open. Scorecard simple. Like there are there are standards, there are more rules in the back end if you need to, but at the yes, end of the I day, agree. it's here's your scorecard. Score. Here's you know what a thruster is. Just do it. Well, when you say it like that, yeah, yeah, don't I don't like it like that. Uh, <laughs> like, like what, what, what do you mean short? Like, if it's one page, you could tell me for somebody what a thruster is in one page. Well, I think the problem is it was there was layouts, there was more than one thruster. Like, Everything had to be outlined like in minute detail of here's what you need. Here's all of your equipment that you need. Here's where you stand. Here's where you, you know. Yeah, um, I don't like that. Like, I, I I would rather, again, I'm in, I'm in favor of not having a map layout and you can do it however you want. And if you can do the transitions on top of each other because you're that fit, I'm in favor of that. I know a lot of people are not in favor of that. And that's okay. Yeah. Like that, that, that's okay. Like it's, I'm not gonna, whatever CrossFit wants to do, it's what CrossFit wants to do. Um, but I don't think, I don't want the rogue, the rogue standards. I don't want, uh, encyclopedia on how to do a thruster. I think everybody should be open for criticism. I think you should do the workout. And if you get, docked then you get docked and and we go on the trust the trust system which i know is like bs because you can't trust anybody but like the second somebody flags a workout it has a whole bunch of flags then you should look at that workout and um and they they shouldn't be afraid to have like say a workout's invalid of somebody that doesn't matter right if somebody doesn't right. score that's 20 that's thirty thousandth in the world but it has 1500 flags up, then they should not be afraid to look at that workout and like, Oh yeah, this dude, it's a, it's a video of a cat. Then, um, and then just say your workouts invalid. They should have a team constantly surveying that thing. And once it has hits a hundred flags, it red flags it to the CrossFit HQ. You cannot tell me we don't have technology that can do that. And then they look at the video that got red flagged a hundred times and then they nope. they invalidate it. Let's be honest. They're not going to review one video of the open, except for th for the overall winner. Yeah, they don't have time. Um, Why would they not have time throughout the week? They won't. They won't. I know they won't. They won't. I, I know. I understand that. But why would they not? It that can't be that hard to do. Small team, John. Do you think that that's they, our? They don't have enough time. I don't think they have enough time to check enough to make it fair. Right? Alpin like, would do it for free just so he could say, <laughs> "I helped headquarters do well, this." They, they well, they asked for judges, online judges, and they did not include the open, so they're not going to be reviewing the open. Um. All right. Later on, he does. Bosman does address the layouts, so we'll give it a lesson. Instead, um, we're like, okay, let's take a hard look at these layouts and how much do they actually offer us at the open stage.
stage. And the decision that we came to was, you know what? For the most part, we can scrap them. Let's just not have layouts oh, okay. that are required. Yeah. Except when safety is a concern. So, for example, if you have a pull-up element or something like that in a workout where you're hanging from an, uh, a, an apparatus and you have a piece of equipment set up, yeah, we're going to have a minimum distance that we want those equipment pieces set so that there's no fall risk, you know, because if you're trying to be ultra competitive and cut down your transition time, yeah, you're going to sneak that bar a little too close. You know? Thoughts? Do you like that? First, do you like, I think we're all in agreement. We don't like the floor plans, especially for the open. Yeah. Do I like the I, minimum do, distance is your question? Yes. 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 Yeah. I miss the days of the open when it would gaming it to see how close you could get. And now it's sort of similar to that, but you know, you can't be within a certain range. Um, I, I, I think this is a great middle ground. Yeah, I get sure. Sure, man. I, I, I don't really care. I feel like just give me, give it to me and then I'm gonna do what you say. I think there needs to be common sense. I don't think you need to outline it. Like, if I want to be able to jump down and from my toes to bar and go straight onto my rower, let me do it. I probably can't. Yeah, you're not. I just don't Patrick see. Velder. <clears throat> yeah, like, and if Patrick Velder wants to take that risk, like, he should be smart enough to know that if you put a rower underneath your pull-up bar, you risk injury. Right. Why are we protecting ourselves? I'm with you. I, I agree with 100%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like You're that saying, so you're saying there should be no, that, that that shouldn't even be the rule. The minimum distance shouldn't even be a thing. No. It's not necessary. I don't think it's necessary. Like, we all know I, that there's risks in doing something. Be smart. I mean, no, I, I don't mind it for finals. If what? I don't, I don't mind the floor plan for quarterfinals. I don't think they're going to drop that for quarterfinals. No, I think they'll still be there for quarterfinals. So what, I think, I, what I'm saying they also is do I'm have, fine they'll have, that. yeah, I think they'll have more reasons for that. Right. Like just so everybody's on a fair footing. Right. To get into the top 40. That makes sense. Um, PFA should stop Vellner from doing that. Um, quick, quick, quick tangent. I didn't bring it up. The PFAA and all of the exemption mess. Yeah. I feel like the PFAA, if anything, should be involved from a standpoint of standing and trying to stand up for their athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, I mean, it's just the one. Um, yeah. And I don't know if there's any, any discussions behind the scenes, but it just shows that there's no bite to it, in my opinion. Right. Um, all right, next piece, no equipment list. Now, what's this one? Does no tape mean no wall walks or handstand pushups this year? Did he, he specifically said I didn't no tape. even, yeah, he did say no tape. I did not even think about that. No yeah. shuttle runs. Right. All of that stuff. 
no no lunging which she later talks about in the episode of like hey we don't need give an equipment list anymore that way you can't game the whole system and start talking about what we are and are not going to do now we're doing that we're doing the opposite yeah, yeah. uh on the no equipment list here you go oh. heard with the perfect tone yes and and there that's exactly Exactly. Um, no, we're not going to do an equipment list this year. Uh, but I will say, and I think I already have made it pretty clear that like we are very committed to using an equipment profile that's you know it's pretty vanilla. I would describe it as like there's not going to be anything um, that you wouldn't expect stepping into you know the average affiliate anywhere on earth. So uh, that's kind of the lens we're looking at. Um, and to be quite honest, you know, again, we look at kind of the, the history of that equipment list that was really born out of the COVID era. We did no equipment list. It's going to be pretty standard. But with no tape, does that mean? Yeah. Tape was never on the equipment list in the first place, but it was not. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, but um, no equipment list, no wall space. I guess we don't need wall space. I think we're maybe looking at it into it too much um i think it's gonna be back to what it was five years ago six seven years ago where their basic movements their barbell movements it's on the bar maybe there's ring muscle ups but it's they're not going to be doing shuttle runs they're not going to be doing handstand walking they may not even be doing lunges. Like no, no floor space is needed where you need to be able to lay that out. Yeah. It's gonna be very just simple CrossFit. Think of it back in 2014 before it got, you know, adding in all kinds of stuff for the open. And then it'll change for the quarterfinals. I think that's where you get floor plans, you get the floor space needed. Um, you get some of those details. Again, I don't think it makes sense to make so many boundaries for the open if you're trying to get as many people to sign up as possible sure. give us three good workouts that doesn't require a lot of thought do you think the equipment list was that like because they kind of he kind of made a weird point about it where it was like he said it was causing more issues than it was helping issues and i just never thought that i was like oh cool the equipment list is out and it caused a lot of talk and i thought that was a positive thing I'd agree with that. I don't know. It made us think, are, are they going to use kettlebells in the open? Then was, are they going to use kettlebells in the quarterfinals? And then they ended up yeah. using them for the, the, the age groupers. Um, so I thought it was fine. I mean, I don't, I don't see why we don't have it. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt anything. It's, it's, there's nothing was unexpected in my opinion, right? It was just, if you want to do it, have this have this stuff right um, at some point in the season um i guess maybe the only thing is did people go out and buy kettlebells in their garage gym because they were worried about it in the open and then nothing ever happened right um but there's always an affiliate for most of those people so i don't know right and if that's um, what you're trying to do is push people into the affiliates yeah dumbbells was a mad scramble back in 2017 and we I, mean, I, I remember that. when they when Castro shared that, like you need dumbbells, and then Rogue Fitness was gone in hours, if, if not yeah. minutes. Um, and you couldn't I find a dumbbell, a 50-pound dumbbell anywhere. Yeah. 
I think Rogue did. They did try to like really help that year though, because I think they like doubled down and tried to get a bunch of shipments out real late. So yeah, I, I remember that being cool. Yep. Uh, quarterfinals accessibility. So we've always talked about the top 25%. Now, how difficult are the workouts going to be? Boz addresses it. Is it playing? No. Is it playing, Spin? We can't see it. You can't see it? No. We can't hear it. We can't see it. There it is. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm listening to it by myself. Um, here we go. Significant uh, factor as far as putting the open down on paper and, and getting that to a point where we're ready to move forward with it. An extra day, you know, workouts okay. that you would run yeah. every day. I am not a semifinals athlete. I'm not a games <laughs> athlete. There's no chance there. But I would love to be able to sign up and participate and do these quarterfinal events. If I qualify and I just get this series of workouts that I can't even participate in, it's like, what's the mm -hmm. point? Why would you bother letting okay. people in? On the other hand, we do have a very limited number of qualifying spots that move on to semis, both in the yes. age groups and the individuals and teams. Um, so that's where he talks about it being accessible. You can do it. He goes further into saying there's probably going to be, in my opinion, gated workouts, ladders of that so that um, you can start it, but you may not finish it. Right. Is that what you guys gathered as well? Yeah. And that was what my comment earlier was for was, and I texted, I texted the guys and I was like, what's the, what's the open for? Um, and that leads into what is quarterfinals for. And I think if the only thing they're thinking about is money right now, quarterfinals is the way to bring in some cash, um, especially if a large portion of the 25% sign up. Right. And it's just like, I don't think that's the place where you cater to everyone anymore. Um, and I know that they would say, well, if it's gated workouts, you know, it's okay to do it that way. And I just disagree. I don't, I don't want to see gated workouts all the time. John, do you like the gated workout standpoint or do you like more of the 275 pound clean and jerks like they did in workout three last year where there's some people that just going to stand there and take a zero or not sign up? Well, I mean, I feel like I'm a little bit biased to answer this question. Because you like the 275-pound? Um, obviously, I would rather it be the 275-pound cleaning jerks. But I, uh, I I, think it's sucky. I think, I think you – I don't think you get the right people there if it's workouts that everybody can do. Because the people you're trying to get to semifinal, like the whole thing, the whole thing about quarterfinals is to try to get the right people to semifinals. And with gated workouts, like, it, uh, you know, a lot of it's just can whoever gets there first. I just feel like it's more cardio than it is skill. Right. It's a different type um, of workout. Right. Like if you only have to do, um, 
ring muscle-ups at the very end. And somebody has way more time to do ring muscle-ups than the other person, but the other person can do a set of 20 in the middle in a row, and they and then they're automatically ahead of that cardio person. Like it with the game to the games level, it's a little less like that, but you still have specialists that are just crazy good at certain movements. Um where gated workouts are just it's it's still it's still more cardio like i mean like, i don't mm-hmm. hate gated workouts i like gated workouts more than open workouts where everybody can do it but in my opinion i think you should have gated workouts in the open and then and then quarterfinals be those harder skills like yeah you know, like, like i just feel like you're not gonna have those sprints where you have a 30 cal row, 20 box jumps, and then 10 snatches with 185 at the end. Like, yeah. and those workouts are important. Like, it's, they're, they're really, really important to have. You need to test sprint power. You need to test um, endurance. And then you need to, and like, I think there's something to the, the freaking GHD workout. Like, the ability to just grind or who's put that much volume in on their core. Um you're not going to make those people do that. If you're going to have a gated workout, you can't. It limits what you can test, and it just makes me think it's just it's just more cardio workouts. And well, and we'll see. Maybe they do it right, and then like the right people get the semis, and it's fine. But I I feel like you limit some of the people that are going to make it, and it's going to make it harder for people like like the yellow hostess of the world, it will only make it harder on those people that deserve to be there. We know they're fit enough, their games level fit, and maybe they don't make it because the workout is in a way where some cardio bunny gets lucky on the heavy movement that they're great at, and then they get in, and they're going to be trash at semifinals, right? right. Like it's just um, – that's, that's how you- I feel about it. And I know it's a biased answer, and people are going to say it's because I hate cardio. It's not that. It's just, I think what they've done with quarterfinals the last two years has been perfect. I think that's exactly what quarterfinals should be. Very high skill. There's only one heavy workout. I don't think yeah. everywhere like just it's just one, but it is heavy. You have to be strong to do it. And then one moderate weight moving workout, one endurance workout, and then one workout that just f's up everybody. Right, the GHD pistol rope climb mm-hmm. workout a couple of years ago. There's one workout that just f's up everybody, and the others test a very specific thing in fitness in CrossFit. And it just we just do a bunch of lat, you know, if it's a ladder or it's gated workouts, it's not that anymore. And I think right. they had it perfect. And if they change it, I just think it's, I don't think it's going to be as good, but it could be. And I just you know we have to wait and see. That's how I feel. Tyler, any any response to that? No. No. Um, would you agree, Tyler, or no? I I think we're gonna see less skill, and that sucks. Um, and yeah, that that the heavier skill. I mean, like in their in their defense, if you're gating stuff, everybody's gonna. If you're fit enough, you'll make it. It's just I don't know. I I tend to agree with you on this one, John. Yeah. Like the, the workout last year where it had nine 25 foot handstand walks as the second movement. A lot of people got stuck on that, even people that could handstand walk. But to do nine of them in a row was right. a lot. And yeah. a lot of people took forever, it took 10 minutes to do that part. I think that's important 
to have the things like that. You know, we take clean jerks out of it. Have the nine handstand walks. Like you do away with those things too. And like those hard skills, like you're getting people to the semifinals for the CrossFit games. Like it's important that we test, right. have hard tests. And you, yeah. you yeah, ask Gunner a- if those tests are hard. They're not, they're not hard for him. It'll be interesting to see how many people sign up from 11 to 25% if there's workout a workout that they can't do. And Bosman tries to address that, right? Like he, he kind of thinks of it as the open, right? Like if I put in a muscle up or even a pull up that I can't do, but now I try it. Quarterfinals feels a little different in that you've, you've now said you're in the top 25%. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive. And then I know for a fact I can't even do one of the workouts. How many of those people sign up? Like how many are we going to see submit scores for four out of the five? And the fifth one is a zero or a, you know, a six. And that's what I think. The next movement you can't do. I think that they're overestimating how many people are going to. He said it's like the open plus and it's like. I, I just don't think people are going to take it that way. Not as many people are going to sign up as you think it is. And the people who do sign up are going to be more upset than the ones who you were trying to cater to in the first place. But you're going to, you're going to know the workouts. That's the hard part. Cause you know, the right. workouts before you sign up and pay, you'll know all of them. So if you see it and you know, you can't do one, like the thing with the open is it's always week one was always pretty much everybody can do. And then week two or three, it was, well, here's a muscle up or here's something that you can't do for the most part. And so you've already committed, right? You've already signed up. All right, now I'll try it. I'll still go to the Friday night lights. Quarterfinals is a different animal. Mm-hmm. You and can't me, just do Friday night lights. If it's like, it's like, Oh, you think you're fit now? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's another level. And if it's just the open, but a little bit harder, like you're not, you're not you're not getting to the point at that point. You're not. That's not it, right. man. Like you're not. It's not. It should be an upgrade in skills and strength because the opens conditioning. It in both of those things, it should be a major, major upgrade the whole way through. Uh, Kathy, twenty-five percent two quarters is just stupid. I am definitely not signing up, and I will make quarters. I, unfortunately, <laughs> I think that might be more than we expect. Um, by. Uh, Brian, I know you mentioned it a while ago, but can you expand on CrossFit making a call for online judges? Um, so I wrote an article. When was that? Uh, Last week, I think. Yeah, the 19th. So almost two weeks ago. Um, it's out there. Let me just pull it up. Nate, the so, open is already all conditioning, man. It's so, all We already have it. So yeah, if you look, um, here's how to join the 2024 CrossFit Games open or online review. Um, there's a link in there. You have to have a judges course. You have to take past that, um, and then also you kind of apply. You have to have a level one. I think it's really. It just says you don't have to. It's recommended. My guess is they have enough level one people that do apply for it. Um, and what we go back to is it's team quarterfinals, individual quarterfinals, and then the age group quarterfinals and semifinals. So there are none for the open which is timing issue and um, just the amount of, of the stuff. It's like everybody we know is going to get into the top 25. So there's no reason to really do it. Um, but 
yeah, go check out that article and you'll get all the information you need. I don't know yep. when that expires, but um, it's out there. Um, and then he talked about the regional exemptions. Um, he alluded to, uh, and this came out before all the LE news, so he couldn't react to anything like that. Um, but did respond that basically we'll get a list of who has made it once all of the review is done. Um, Chase did make a, make a comment that it kind of they trickled it out last year. Um, Boz didn't recall, but basically they they told said, told us that Roman and somebody else had made it, and then they added like two or three more times um, as they kind of did a batch of, of reviews. Uh, he did allude to you know those who made it last year basically got granted in again this year, which we know because of the email that was sent out to those athletes, um, and that they're they've basically have reviewed about two dozen at this point and i don't know how many more they expect to get in so it's not a huge number i don't think we'll see too many other major athletes that we don't know about apply for it but there may be a couple semifinal athletes who may may move but uh i would recommend going to the crossfit podcast uh, on youtube check out the whole interview i think it's like 58 minutes um boz does throw some other things out there um and it's just kind of interesting to hear him and chase talk so um good show tonight tyler yeah thank you uh heat one getting ramped up still for for the open yeah we got big things planned guys stay so, tuned i'm really excited to announce these and uh jy barbell any prs this week mm, i was a lot any a lot i've had I've had two girls get their first ring uh, bar muscle ups ever get there, and that's like amazing. Um, and then uh, the uh, uh, I had this guy named Josh. Um, the most he's ever squatted was three fifty five, and we and I think it's I think he just I don't know if he's just never squatted in a squat cycle before. I'm not gonna take full credit for this, but he hit four oh five today, so a fifty pound PR, and I don't. <laughs> so very proud of very proud of him um nice always nice to get get all those on there so mm -hmm. um jackie millie you sound like a dad a very proud dad john i love my athletes i'm very invested uh tyler did the heat one prizes from wadapalooza go out already uh the ones for pliability are on our way and the big winners got their money from us so yeah there it is uh, with that, Kathy, she's off to the beach. Uh, I'm off to go get some sleep. Yeah, get ready for tomorrow. Who knows what crazy news will be out there tomorrow? But uh, I'm you sure want to we'll talk about that. Uh, Hiller's not doing the open. Hiller is not doing the open. He has been banned. I was uh, looking forward. He's to probably seeing still him. doing the open though. Is he he's banned for four years? Does it say four years? We don't know. Does he get like we don't know. Banned? That's that's the that's the question, right? Like he's not allowed to compete but he's not tested positive and there, he's not on the sanction the official sanction list at this point so i don't know what that means other than they're saying he can't compete officially in the castro area. i think you need to officially go test him i don't think you could just just i think you have to have proof let that man do the open unless you have proof that he is on stuff because from what wouldn't, i've wouldn't seen i don't think he's on he, anything he, wouldn't it be wild if he had some masking agent and he was able to cover it up and oh, prove it? And then and then he just put it on YouTube. This is what I took, and they can't catch it. That would be so, yeah. such a dick move. That Don't do that. 
All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you back next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Yeah.